0: Sextras, where we talk about sex and all the extras. Yes, welcome back. I'm Honey, and my fun fact of the week is that I did not know narwhals existed until like a few months ago. I really just thought they were like a cartoon character. I really, they just look like (laughs) something that isn't real, you know what I mean? Like they just seem fake.
1: Yeah, I mean, why do they have the horns? Do they have them like to hunt? Because like,
0: what are they just like? Yeah, that's so true. I really want to watch a video of them hunting. <laughs> oh, is it? Oh, it is to hunt. Then... Maybe like I want to see how they catch their food. Maybe it's like for protection though. Maybe they fight yeah. with them. Do you think they fight? <laughs> it's like <laughs> like fencing. Like, yeah, like fencing. <laughs> sea fencing. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I also have an animal related fact. Anyway, hi, I'm Maria. And I accidentally murdered my chicks when I was little. <laughs> um well, basically we got some at a party. Cause in Mexico, like sometimes you can win animals at parties. I don't really know. I don't think that's very um ethical, but uh anyway. Very vegan of you. Yeah, so we won some chicks and then We dyed them all these crazy colours. I don't really know why we did that. That's also pretty unethical. But then one day we were like out in my garden and it was a really sunny day. So I was like, oh, I have to put sunscreen on them. Otherwise they're going to get sunburnt. And then the next day I woke up and they were dead. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was kind of a sad. um... It's
0: kind (laughs) of like quite bad that the sun cream (laughs) killed the chicks. Like, what does that say about sun cream?
1: Yeah, true. Maybe it wasn't the sun cream. Maybe it was like a mix of things, but I'm pretty sure it was the sunscreen.
0: <laughs> a mix of the dyes <laughs> and the sun cream. <laughs> poor little chicks. I know, poor little chickies. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay, guys. Well, this week we know we did not upload an episode this Tuesday. We are very sorry about that. It will hopefully never be happening again. We actually recorded an episode with a guest but in the end sadly the guest changed their mind about publishing the episode so we will be releasing this episode, hopefully it does not disappoint and hopefully we will have another guest soon. But this week we're going to be talking about being a slut and what that means to us <laughs> what it means to you guys and yeah we hope you enjoy we are gonna start off with a little segment where we asked everyone what the sluttiest thing they have ever done is and you guys did not disappoint which is yeah you
1: definitely delivered you yeah slides
0: <laughs> yeah <we love> you. <laughs> so yeah let's dive into that <laughs>
1: yes I, I know and we will be talking later in the episode on the whole because we did have uh some people messaging us saying that it was a bit unclear what we meant by what is the sluttiest thing you've done so we will completely dive into that but first let's go through your responses yes i'll start us off someone said kissing my ex-boyfriend's best friend
0: i just don't understand i mean no i do understand because obviously uh, most people have been there done that but like (laughs) i would not recommend going for someone who is in any way close whether it's their friend or their relation to someone that you have dated because (laughs) like (laughs) even if even if it's not like uh salty thing which most likely it is they're obviously gonna take it like that so just don't do it just don't yeah i mean to be fair you
1: don't really owe shit to your ex so i just don't i don't think it's that problematic because it's like whatever like i literally don't owe shit to you yeah that's Um, true maybe the
0: advice we should be giving is friends of anyone don't be getting with your friend's ex
1: yeah exactly like that that best friend what a dickhead terrible true, friend true but how, you you're how? good you're good whatever yeah. you don't owe
0: shit to them <laughs> next one got beeped at by a bus driver for flashing midday <laughs> <laughs> um okay i don't know that's what- so funny yeah, I don't know how to respond to this one. Really, did he get a free bus a, ride? Yeah, was it for a free bus ride? Uh, was it worth it? Yeah, <laughs> was the bus driver fair?
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, got a hand job next to a church graveyard by a bloke of grinder. This is so
0: blasphemous. <laughs> pretty spooky i don't even believe in god but this is blasphemous like it's just kind of like i don't know like i've peed in a graveyard and it just freaked me out <laughs> i was like are the are the dead bodies watching me do they know i'm peeing like near their gravestones are they gonna come back and haunt me i don't know you just don't know is it worth it <laughs>
1: I mean, maybe they got... They started feeling pretty sexy with all the dead bodies watching them, so...
0: Yeah, it's a bit of... Maybe necothalia. that's why it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, one night stand in the early hours of Christmas Day in Not Slutty. Just proud of it. I feel like you should always be proud of your slutty endeavours. It's fine. a <laughs> 100%. Also, this is, like, crazy to me because firstly it must have been so fucking early like how did you manage to negotiate that with your family like merry christmas oh i'm just gonna go get some dick i'll be back for dinner (laughs) like how
1: sounds like it was like a um christmas eve though Oh yeah, as maybe. in it happened Christmas Eve into Christmas Day, but still pretty pretty special that it was already Christmas. You know, like your yeah. present
0: came early. <laughs> it's like birthday <laughs> sex, Christmas sex, Valentine's <laughs> sex. All of them just like wrapped up together. I feel like I I want to do that. I want to know what that's like. You're like yes. breaking I mean, the boundaries of being of it being like a family only kind of <laughs> celebrate. Yeah, I
1: mean this is like my in my bucket list because my family I just don't see how I would ever be allowed out to even like I've never I've only ever even spent uh New Year's Eve with my friends once like my family is such a family family I've never spent New Year's
0: Eve with you it's like the saddest thing of my
1: life I know no well we have you were too drunk to remember though you were absolutely Uh, out of it at that party
0: uh, oh yeah that was- <laughs> okay yeah no but- <laughs> okay we have but also I feel like we weren't even like we didn't even like did we even go together I don't remember going with you I don't think we no no no
1: together. I arrived I arrived really late and I left really early because like it was yeah. such a thing to even be allowed to- anyway what well, my point is good on you because I would you're never an adult be able now. to get away with that yes you're an adult that is like the same good job <laughs> um Okay, next one. Uh, Ex-girlfriend and I tried to get a mutual friend laid, ended up having a threesome
0: instead. (laughs) This is like, oh, it's just tricky. Like, I don't want to mix those two, like, aspects of my life.
1: I don't know. I think that's kind of funny because it's kind of like if they were all just looking at each other like, oh, who can you fuck? Who can you fuck? And then they're all kind of down (laughs) for it.
0: nice fair enough i mean perfect perfect
1: timing (laughs) (laughs) but i mean uh it could be tricky like that could bring up some problems and seeing as is you know ex-girlfriend
0: one can only assume (laughs) yeah it clearly went wrong somewhere so just (laughs) saying maybe this isn't the best idea (laughs) next one i had a threesome on my 20th birthday again you're an adult now do what you want live your life <laughs> good job <laughs> yeah very nice setting a good tone
1: for your 20s yes indeed okay another one so she said i met a guy from tinder last night and didn't even have a conversation with him on tinder or in real life before i shagged him afterwards i say hi nice to meet you <laughs> <laughs> that's nice <laughs>
0: how i just don't understand this one like how does this work what are the logistics he just like texts you you show up at his house you don't even speak like surely they must have texted or like they know something something at least
1: well maybe he literally just sent the address and she showed up and then
0: yeah maybe i mean good introduction at least good first impression (laughs) it's pretty efficient yeah
1: you know, just go in, get what you actually went there yeah. for, and then it's a business transaction. Like you don't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone else said, "Kissed two boys in one night because I was angry with my ex again." People, we can't stress this enough. Please. Stop doing things because you're angry with your ex. I have been there. It doesn't feel good. You don't make yourself feel good. You don't make anyone else feel good. Just don't. Just don't do it.
1: Yeah, but also, mm, I don't know. I'm kind of more of a proponent of, like, just do whatever you want, like, in that moment, if that's what you wanted to do. (laughs) Fair enough. That's what you wanted to do. Fair enough. But yeah, I mean, I do agree with, like, if you're just doing things, like, sexual things out of spite. It's probably like you're going to end up feeling more shitty than not. Very true next one went to a guy's house to have sex with him and we fucked then went downstairs to go to bed except his friend was also in the bed and when we were when we were lying there trying to sleep they were both feeling me up then the guy i had come to sleep with originally fell asleep and his friend was trying to get it on with me we started getting with each other and i was grinding on top of him while the first guy was asleep (laughs) right next to us and so me and, and the friends snuck off together and fucked in different rooms of the house. Oh, wow.
0: <laughs> this is so impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> this is, like, goals. Like, good job to this person, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two birds, one stone. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last one. <laughs> was determined to pull this guy at the club because I thought he was cute but he just wasn't approaching me and my friend thought one of his friends was cute so we were around the group of guys and anyway ended up going home with these dudes miles away from where I live I went up to a bedroom with the dude I fancied and then my friend came into the room and started getting involved anyway we had a threesome and then I had sex with him after and then I dipped found out later through a friend that this was his virginity (gasps) oh my god Oh my god Literally
1: Imagine having a threesome for your first Like your first time and you're having a threesome That's crazy
0: Oh my god Your whole like <laughs> perspective of sex Would just be skewed after this Like <laughs> Surely you'd Only threesome's Yeah you'd just think that, like that's the way to go Like I don't know Maybe if I'd lost my virginity to a threesome I'd, I'd be like yeah sex with one person Just isn't enough Like I'm not satisfied <laughs> Oh uh,
1: <laughs> wait, there, I have one more. Oh, okay, it's really good. i Had sex with my tour guide while we were still on the tour. Then slept with someone in a. Oh pool. yeah!
0: Oh my god, this is so funny. What they're like on the tour? How? They're like walking. How? They're like, oh look, there's a little <laughs> cave. That's like the ancient cave of like romance. <laughs> Let's just quickly have a little fuck in there. Like, how does this work? I don't. And then if you
1: look to your right, it's me and this cousin <laughs> having sex. <laughs> how did you do it in the tour? Like, fair enough, if you fucked your tour guide after, but like, how in the tour? maybe there's like, like
0: two tour guides. What? But also, how did you know that you were gonna <laughs> fuck? Like, was he just like making eyes at you? Like, surely you must have like. Was he, like, flirting with you during the tour? Or, like, what was the situation? <laughs> <It's> so good. <laughs> <weird. sighs> okay, well, we love you guys for sending us your sexy stories, as always. We hope yes, you, you continue to send them. We love to hear them. You'll hear that we had, like, some longer stories. If you guys want to send us your long stories, please do. Don't feel limited by Instagram and the length of the message you can send on there, you can DM us or you can email us at podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> yeah, so to clarify as Maria said earlier, what we meant by slutty because some people are clearly confused we are not talking about slut shaming we're talking about what you feel good about and like when you have felt like the most sexual being and you're like proud of it like you're so empowered by your Mm. sexuality and like having sex And you feel liberated and you feel constricted by any social norms or anything like that. So yeah, we hope, we always want to inspire everyone to feel comfortable talking about sex, feel comfortable having sex. And even if you're not having sex, just being comfortable with your sexuality and with yourself. And yeah, that's kind of what we meant by that one.
1: Yeah, and also I think you can be a slut, but like, By the standard definition of what people usually think of when they think of slut, it's like someone that sleeps around or I think that's the actual definition Mm. of like someone that just sleeps around. But I think in my personal opinion and what we want to, you know, give out in this podcast, you can be a slut even if you're not fucking like I, I have friends that don't necessarily fuck that much like they're not having sex all the time or even with that many people or whatever. But, you know, they just have that slutty yeah. energy, that slutty mentality of like, let's go get that yeah. dick. Even if you're not even getting that dick, it could be like, let's go grind on as many guys <laughs> as possible at the club tonight, yes. baby.
0: you're just manifesting And like, that
1: can be, yeah, that can be slutty behavior, but you're not necessarily like fulfilling the actual definition of slut mm-hmm. in the dictionary. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I just think it's more about... The energy, the... Yeah, being a slut um, can be whatever yeah, like how you, you feel want. in yourself. Whatever
0: you want and whatever mm. works for you. Rather than being defined by what other people think. I think that's the main thing. But yeah, so I... Oh yeah, I also want to talk a bit about how, like, I feel like a slut when I'm in a relationship. I feel like even more of a slut when I'm in a relationship. Because <laughs> I just feel so, like, free. Obviously, like, I can't sleep with whoever I want because... I personally am in a monogamous relationship, but I feel liberated (laughs) by the fact that I can have sex however I want without being judged. I am comfortable having sex with that person because they know who i am and yeah it's kind of surprising i never would have guessed this because i've always been like oh i don't want to be in a relationship (laughs) like fuck that i want to be free to do whatever the fuck i want but now i am in one and i'm like yeah i feel liberated i feel great i feel so sexy
1: yeah i think like another part of why people might feel more slutty in relationships is because obviously like when you trust someone you can do more Sexually wild things, mm. so then you can, you know, feel more slutty. And, but I don't know, I, 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 don't, not that I'm, I don't have like wild sex or anything. I mean, I'm not gonna like dive too deep into my own sexual life right now, but I don't really feel like a slut anymore. I feel like a retired <laughs> slut. <laughs> like, my days are behind, those days are behind me, but I mean, I'm not saying that they can't be in the horizon. Mm. I just I don't know I don't necessarily feel that slutty I don't think I mean yeah I think I feel very um very prim and proper (laughs) now that I am you know in a monogamous relationship
0: yeah but I feel like you don't have to (laughs) want to feel like a slut as well like it's just if you if you want that life then go for it like embrace it fully you might as well Mm. like don't let it hold you back but yeah if you don't want to feel like slut that's also fine Yeah, just feel good, whatever you're doing. Mm. We're going to keep this episode pretty short, but we both wanted to talk about being shamed for being a slut, which is a very different thing from being empowered being a slut. And I feel like a lot of the time, the culture that we live in and the way that people talk about sex is more harmful than anything else. Because, yeah, I just think it's so rude and inconsiderate (laughs) for anyone else to impose their views of what sex and relationships should be on you so obviously we have a podcast about sex and relationships but you guys choose (laughs) to listen to us and you know that we're always going to be sex positive and we're not here to make anyone feel bad about anything they've done but there are people out there that choose to choose to have this view and opinion on sex and what sex should look like i.e. no sex before marriage or you shouldn't be sleeping around with so many people or you're too young to be having sex or talking about sex or engaging in any sexual activity or even like presenting yourself as a sexual being and that is just a dangerous way of forcing people into these boundaries that of course people are going to find ways to break those boundaries people are always going to have sex there's no way you can stop people having sex (sighs) so to tell them that they can't they're going to go and have sex in the most dangerous most unsafe ways possible
1: Mm. i don't get why it's so out there or taboo to even be talking about sex because it's not like everyone isn't having it like why it's
0: so out there to talk about sex openly if literally everyone's (laughs) having it and everyone everyone (laughs) literally comes from sex how can we ignore that like (laughs) we just (laughs) can't ignore that and i think yeah but i personally don't have experience with religion playing a part in like slut shaming but if you're telling people no sex before marriage and like sex with someone of the same sex is is sinful and all these things you're just forcing them into this pattern of unhealthy relationships and unhealthy sex life of self-hatred and they're going to put themselves in situations that like reflect the worth they feel that they have so You're literally forcing people into thinking they're dirty, so they sleep with people who don't treat them properly, or they put themselves in unsafe situations, and I just think there's so many ways that with education and with just being open and having the conversation, we can change the culture that we live in and not make everyone feel so uncomfortable with talking about something that is just... It's literally as natural as eating or sleeping or drinking water. Yeah.
1: And also we're not trying to say like, if you don't want to be sleeping around, if you are waiting for the one, if you are waiting for marriage, that like your view of sex is harmful and you shouldn't have that view. You should be open and you should um uh, be completely willing to have sex with whoever because who cares, everyone has sex. That's not mm-hmm. what we're saying. What we're saying is more is more in terms of what you impose on two others. Like if you personally are like, oh well I wouldn't I wouldn't have sex with a stranger. I wanna have sex with someone that I really care about and like that I think is the one and that I'm gonna end up marrying, whatever, completely fine. Like I completely support mm-hmm. you. And I completely understand that having come from Uh, like a religious background as well and being raised in a household that sex before marriage wasn't really accept isn't really acceptable I mean my parents are a lot more progressive now and they're really supportive of the podcast and everything but I know that they have found it very difficult and I completely understand that Mm. but I don't think that just because you have a certain idea of what sex should look like or what sex should be i.e. private or with someone that you trust and love, whatnot, whatever, I don't think that that means that you have any right to make anyone feel ashamed about their views on Mm -hmm. sex and the way that they choose to engage in sexual behavior or whatever. And I'm really lucky that I grew up in London because even though my parents are religious and because I'm Mexican and it's a very uh, religious uh, culture, like I'm very lucky that I grew up in London and I could make up my own mind going to a very uh, open-minded school about what sex means to me and whether sex before marriage really is like a sin and am I really gonna go tell yeah. like and I think if you if you kind of surround yourself with people with toxic mentalities about sex or people that are trying to shame you then you it will be really hard to break out of that so if Let's say your parents are not the most sex positive or the most open, or let's say you're in the closet and you know your parents are not going to be accepting of that kind of stuff. like my advice is go online like there are so many people, so many people talking about it online. you can find a lot of like minded people surround yourself with people at school that will be able to openly talk about it with you because if you stay in this very closed environment, then those toxic Behaviors and and like ideologies surrounding sex will follow you into adulthood mm. and into your sexual life, and it just
0: creates like and that
1: can be really really harmful.
0: Generational trauma and generational silence around a topic, rather than moving with the times and embracing the times. And obviously, yeah, everyone has different ideas of what sex means to them. I think even me and Maria have different ideas of what sex means to us but we want to encourage everyone to explore for themselves what they think that is rather than just swallowing something that is fed to them and feeling held back by things that are really more harmful and if if you feel like you have to have sex with someone that loves you or you only want to have sex with people casually all those things are completely fine as long as you're talking about it and being open and not shying away from it like whatever you decide own it for yourself don't say oh well Mm. this is how I was brought up or I feel uncomfortable talking about sex because that's not how I was raised well that's completely fine but do you want to feel comfortable talking about something that is such a big part of your life or do you want to feel like you can't even mention to your mum oh like i have an std or like oh i have i'm pregnant because i was having sex like no one wants to feel that way
1: yeah and i and and i mean i think going back to the whole like slut shaming idea of it all a lot of these harmful thoughts don't even come from like your the way your parents raise you and stuff like sometimes it's literally just like your peers Mm. and other people around you that are like that are also having sex like (laughs) that just make you feel like you're doing something wrong like yeah I know I don't know it's it's kind of a weird one because I like in my friend group in uni like I'm kind of like known as a slutty person Mm -hmm. and that kind of stuff and I know that the when they're saying it to me it's not like insulting whereas like when i went to I went to Mexico and I just like I did my own thing how I do in in England like I was just like getting with a few guys in the same night, and like I just like had sex with a random guy and and i didn't i don 't know i didn 't think that I was really doing anything wrong like i didn 't feel ashamed at all within myself, but then other people because it 's a different culture in in mexico like I came out. <laughs> And I told my friend, I was like, oh, yeah, I just had sex with that guy. And literally her face, like, she, she, it sounded like as, as if I literally said, oh, yeah, I just killed, like, a couple guys in the bathroom, Um, <laughs> just felt like it, lol. Yeah. Like, literally, it was so shocking. <laughs> it was so, so shocking. And I think then I started feeling shame from what people my age were kind of thinking mm. about what I was doing. Yeah. When... In myself, I didn't feel that. So I think uh, like a lot of those harmful thoughts and behaviors and the whole idea of slut being a bad thing comes completely from like your peers mostly. Yeah.
0: And I think even in the UK, I felt that like I've been shamed for having sex with someone by someone who I knew was also having sex, but they were in a relationship, whereas I had sex with someone who I wasn't in a relationship with. And I was like well why is it any different? Just because you're in a relationship and because I'm not doesn't mean what we're doing is any different. It all comes down to the same thing. Doesn't make what I'm doing any worse. And also then I went on to sleep with that person so I was literally like like where where does this come from? In reality like we just have to be able to examine these things Mm. and to separate harmful views of sex from actually helpful healthy constructive conversations and that doesn't mean everyone who listens to this podcast suddenly has to be comfortable with talking about sex and hearing other people talk about their sex lives or just telling their experiences but it means in the same way as uncomfortable conversations about race not that it's completely the same thing obviously there's not as much harm that comes from (laughs) systemic racism as there is from systemic (laughs) slut shaming but like being able to have these uncomfortable conversations will help you move forward and embrace change and be able to like get used to hearing new ways of talking about it and new ways of looking at things and that takes time a lot a lot of the time and just because you don't come Mm. from a background where your mum talked to you about sex or you come from a family that's very religious you you can't just go from one thing to the other of course you can't but yeah just being able to examine your mindset examine other people's mindsets and make an informed decision for yourself also based on your education which is even more important why we have education about sex and relationships but yeah just being able to make an informed decision and really embrace your sexuality whatever that looks like yeah be
1: a slut and be the change you want to see in the world also, slut-shaming, it's, like, it's such a... It's so centred on girls. Like, the amount of... Ugh, ugh, like, it really makes me so mad. Because guys can literally just be, like, shagging and treating girls really fucking badly that they're sleeping with. Yet, like, no one's gonna say shit. No one's gonna have a problem yeah. with it. Yet, like, if I... If I go out and... um like get with a few guys in one night like people will be out here being like oh you're so easy it's like um excuse
0: me well I made this decision for myself so why is that a bad thing like how dare I have control over my own (laughs) my own decisions my own actions like how dare that happen and I think it comes from modesty culture as well like women have always been (laughs) taught you have to act in a way that pleases people around you, you can't dress too sluttily, you can't dress with too much skin showing, you can't act too provocatively, you can't attract too much attention, but then there's also the flip side of it that's like, oh you're not being sexy enough or you're not attractive enough and all these things are like pressure on both sides that just force people into acting in ways that just make them so inherently unhappy, and they can't they don't feel free to express their sexuality or any other like exciting part of their personality because <laughs> how can you feel free to express yourself in any way if maybe your skirt's one inch too short, you're gonna get slut shamed or maybe your boobs mm. are out because it's a hot day, and someone's gonna whistle at you walking down the street, and you think attracting that attention is like dirty and makes you some kind of yeah and like
1: it's literally just skin like it literally means nothing Mm. the way like oh like oh it literally annoys me so much because it's just skin like the nipples even like how I don't even know like to school like I feel like maybe if you could see my nipples like I would feel a little bit self-conscious when it's like why (laughs) it's just the nipple i've seen so many male nipples in my life and was like am i like "Mm, look at that delicious chest (laughs) like i can't control myself (laughs) like i need to have sex with them right now like no like it's just a body part control yourself stop being a fucking freak and in the same way
0: as it's just sex and yeah it can be so much more than just sex it can be on a whole spectrum of importance to you but in the end it is just a dick in an asshole, or a dick in a vagina or a dick in a mouth or a dick in someone's hand or your vagina on someone's face so i think we just really need to normalize naming body parts for what they are accepting nudity Mm. does not equal sexuality and Talking about your sex life and being open about your sex life does not make you a slut. It means you have agency.
1: (laughs) This whole like talking about your sex life and stuff. I just want to bring this up because it's really in my head. That like, okay, so male rappers, male musicians or like males in general. They have been talking about sex and like very explicitly and stuff for ages like forever and no one's like oh like you're giving the wrong you're message or like you're encouraging young people yeah like you're encouraging young people to um be very sexually promiscuous and whatever and like some uh some male artists music is like they're talking about sex in like quite a gross way like not even yeah, in a respectful in way to do with women do you know what I mean? Way.
0: A lot of the time.
1: Mm-hmm. And then Yeah, and then women, like recently in the media, like female uh female artists and or like females just girls just in general, they like we're becoming more outspoken about sex and like talking about it not even in a like we're not even trying to shove it into anyone's face. We're literally just having conversations about our sex life or like women being a lot more sex positive like, women that are in the public eye and stuff like that. And then they're so... There's so much backlash mm-hmm. on them. And, like, not even, and not even just from, like, guys. Even from women being, like, oh, you shouldn't be encouraging girls to be slutty and, like, this is giving, like, the wrong message of sex and all of that stuff. And it's like, yeah. what?
0: But why? I'm just... And it's such a double standard. I'm just talking about because it. Because men like, have dominated the music industry for the past 100 years. The... Large majority of producers and people who get to sculpt the image of musicians and artists are men. And that means inherently the way that people are molded is through the male gaze. If you guys haven't heard of this term, please look it up. It's a cinematic (laughs) term and it relates to literally every single thing that you will see in the media, everything. It's a very important concept. Please educate yourselves on this. But Everything is sculpted through the male gaze and what the male expects of women and her objectivity as a sex object. Whether that is she is either going to present herself as very sexual or she's going to be nice and prim and proper because she doesn't want to attract too much attention. And now that women are deciding for themselves, such as Cardi B, I think we really need to talk about this, and (laughs) Megan Stallion... (laughs) People do not want that to be women deciding for themselves. People don't want women to say yeah. the word pussy even though men have been using it to describe something that isn't even yeah, on like, their own body for the last fifty years. Yeah, what annoys me the
1: most what annoys me the most about this is that like as if these women, like uh, the example of cardi b and megan stallion like they aren't being sexualized already like everyone's sexualizing them and so what it's completely fine if you're commenting like yeah let me eat your ass like on her instagram pic but then when she's like talking about her wet pussy then it's like oh no like i don't like it when a woman's like too sexual and like oh no it's just like uh it's just a bit disgusting like blah 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 it's like what 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 do you mean <laughs> like if you're already sexualizing women and then the minute that they try to own it for themselves you're criticizing mm-hmm. them it's like okay well so what we can't win like <laughs> sorry like what what do you want yeah. me to do and we
0: also have to talk about how it is very much a racial issue and an issue with hip hop oh yeah 100% genres of music that have been created by black and brown people because uh, i'm reading angela davis's book right now it's called women race and class and she talks about how sexualizing black women is literally a product of slavery and that black women were raped by their slave owners as a form of domination and as a way to force them to subordinate themselves and make themselves inferior to the slave owners and that's why you see sexualization of black women and black body parts because they're literally seen for their worth as objects and as Mm. economic incomes for men (laughs) like that's just what it is and that's not to say in any way that white women are not guilty of oppressing black women and appropriating body parts and features of black female beauty and just things that are natural to black women (laughs) and brown women. (laughs) But Mm. now that these people are claiming it for themselves and using it to empower themselves rather than not speaking out about it and letting it happen to them, which also is something that never happened, but it just wasn't like these... Positions in the media and the public eye weren't previously as available to them as they are now. People, they're just being criticized for it. And it's like, well, men can stand there and literally sexualize women till the ends of the earth. But the minute women turn around and say, okay, well, you want me to sit on your face? Fine. That is when the line has been crossed. And that is something yeah. that we really need to be teaching people from a young age and really making sure that that double standard doesn't exist
1: yeah and and like owning your sexuality is sexy I mean I just like let's normalize that it's not like to me it's so sexy why would I don't know surely surely it's sexy like
0: (laughs) yeah and I really think
1: I'm getting really angry I really
0: think the music business and other forms of media and representation are moving in the right direction but none of this can happen and none of this change will be seen without people being comfortable having uncomfortable conversations no matter what that's about whether that's about sex whether that's about race whether that's about gender whether that's about sexuality any of those things will not happen So. We just want to encourage people to feel yeah. like they can talk to people, and if they if you if you, none of you guys have someone to talk to about it, please just email us like we would love to talk to you about these things, as you can tell we're very passionate about it, and yeah, <laughs> we want to collab with anyone who is trying to promote the same kind of things as we are, and if anyone has any interesting views, perspectives, please. Yeah, if you have
1: anything to add to anything we've said, like please DM us or email us. We just want to get more educated and learn more, uh, like other perspectives. Yeah, because we are definitely not experts as well. So yeah, and
0: I want to say we are working very hard on trying to open up a forum and provide a platform that creates a bit more of a community for people that listen to our podcast so we can share articles we've read or things we've seen on the internet or just have discussions with you guys so until that is available we can please just try and do that whatever way you can you can yeah like share it with your friends share it with anyone who you think will find it interesting and yeah we just want to keep on growing the conversation and growing our community and getting the word out Yeah.
1: We don't want the discussions to even like just stay in the in the hour long episodes or whatever. We kind of the aim is for the for it to transgress and then you can like start having discussions with your friends Exactly. start reading up about it a little bit more. And we will put some books or any recs that we can think of uh, if you want to read a little bit more on this topic in the description. So check that out. Definitely. But yeah, we, we want to build some more resources for you guys as well around um, all the episodes and all the topics we're talking about and that will be coming yes. soon. So stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Um,
0: and we apologize again for <laughs> the episode being a tiny bit late this week. And it was meant to be a shorter one, but we got carried away. <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed it. And we hope to yes. see you next week. Please follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Email us at sextraspodcast at gmail.com. You can follow. And subscribe. Yes, subscribe. Subscribe to our podcast. Please share it, rate and review it. And we will see you next
1: Tuesday.
0: Next Tuesday. Bye. (laughs) Bye. You've
1: been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodetiyi. Produced by Mabel Productions.